Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Roz, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, the dental advice show. I'm Josh Walston. And I am Lance Timmerman. Great show last week, Lance. <laughs> Thanks. It was a good time. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Gina was great as, as the guest host. She was fantastic. Uh, exceeded all of my expectations. Probably wouldn't refer to her as Plan B next time. Um, I'm going to choose words more carefully. Um, <laughs> my experience with uh, Plan B is uh, entirely different. Than, you know, um, I thought of that as I was finding the thumbnail for the show. Um, that's what you should have done. <laughs> I almost did. I almost, uh, People would have made some assumptions about what, what, what that show is going to be about. Maybe. Maybe before before listening to it, for, and then fortunately they listened to it. My, my voice wouldn't be on there, so that'd be uh-huh. good. Yeah. Um, no, she was great, and um, I really really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed listening good. to her. She had all the bits down. She had all the she had all the beats. You know, she she, she did. it's it's like she has it memorized or something. It's something. Crazy. <laughs> it was great. I think you guys you guys did a great show. You Morse coded a few times. I noticed. I. Yeah, I even got so tired of editing. I just said, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just going to have to hear me swear. <laughs> uh, the, the first one was the best because you had the like where you said gerbil and stuff like that, you know, in the middle of beeps. And so uh-huh. you don't, you have to extrapolate out. You have to kind of do the, the <laughs> curse word math as far as like what that sure. whole thing was about, which I uh-huh. that's my favorite bit. <laughs> it's my favorite bit. Um, I was... Um, Shuffling all over Southern California. So is that the Hollywood week. shuffle? Is that the it's not a like little Harlem bit. shuffle, but more white? Yeah, was that that was was it the Harlem? It was the Harlem shuffle. Oh, Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never yeah. really understood that at all. I no. Uh, I guess I, I'm not supposed to as a 40-something-year-old white guy. I'm not supposed to understand I, the Harlem Shake. I think that's probably the right. primary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. So I worked, um, I worked like, th- I don't know, I worked like two o'clock on Wednesday and then had a direct flight to LAX, landed at LAX at like um, four, something like that. You know, it's mm. the nice thing about flying from central to West Coast. Yep. Is that it's, you know, really just, it ends up on the clock just being an hour flight. Uh, right. Although it's, it's a, it's about a th- three hours in the air, but with the time zone, it, it really yeah. is, it only ends up being an hour of, of clock time. Um, so landed, got my rental car, rental car, um, and had to drive like in three thirty four o'clock traffic to Burbank from LAX, which is like okay fifteen miles, but it's like fifteen LA miles, which is like you know an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, you couldn't have flown straight to Burbank. I could like not not direct. Okay, and would have had to have left like an like an hour and a half or two hours earlier. Okay. All right. And would have had to stop somewhere and just, eh, screw it. Let me just go straight to LAX. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. So flew to LA, landed at LAX, rented a car, drove to Burbank, was supposed to be speaking at like 6, was supposed to be there and like hooked up by like 5.50. People started arriving at 6. 
supposed to take the mic at 6.30. Sure. Um, it's like 5.45, and I'm like kind of coming up on the venue, but it's sort of like on a mountain, but at the base of the mountain is like a neighborhood. Okay. And so I'm like, I don't want to like, I'm in like athleisure, like joggers and a t-shirt, <laughs> and I have okay. my suit in my bag. All right. And so I don't want to like go into the venue and change in that bathroom. I don't know. I just felt so like it, a truck stop would be much better. I mean, like <laughs> if we actually had airline lounges that were like really fully oh. open now, that would have been the best. But right. yeah, like so a truck, you know, I don't know, just so, like someplace. Jay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a Bucky's. A, uh, a Bucky's would have been great, actually. Yeah. That yeah. would have been, I would have been all, all over that. Yeah. Um, so I end up just putting on a suit in the car, like parked in front of a house, which is not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> okay. But I managed to pull it off oh, at least close enough. You didn't do to, it in like, front of a Chuck E. Cheese's and, or some no, elementary school? and Yeah, no, I made sure I wasn't parked <laughs> in front of a school or a, 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 like a, a home for the deaf or anything like that, you know? Um, so I got changed and head inside and did that gig and I was like a, two and a half hour lectures, like finished up there about nine o'clock. Okay. And then supposed to be speaking Thursday in San Diego. And so mm. this was kind of where my, like I knew I was going to be tired because it was really like nine o'clock from nine o'clock LA time is really 11 o'clock for me. Mm -hmm. So I decided it was better to try to get to San Diego that night than to try to do it during the day. Cause I just figured like driving through Los Angeles, yeah. through Orange County to San Diego is going to be a nightmare. No. So I did it at night and it was just, it was a kind of a beating. I ended up getting to the hotel in San Diego at like midnight ish, um, mm -hmm. which is really like 2 a.m. My time. Yeah. Mm. Just crashed, went to bed. The good news is I didn't like, I didn't have anything to do the next day um, oh. until the, the afternoon. So okay. got to sleep in and whatnot. So that was good. Got up the next day and um, went to the gig, um, did that one, and then had to haul ass back from San Diego. This is Thursday night. Haul ass back from San Diego to LAX to catch a red-eye flight. Oh, okay. On Thursday night. <laughs> I thought so you were going to fly out of San Diego. But I, I, There was no red-eye, and so I, like, I, oh. I, had, I had a webinar for a line on Friday. And I didn't want to be on like shitty hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted like my setup, which is oh, like sure. my computer stand and my like 4K webcam and my ring light and all that stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to get back as soon as I could. And so got the red eye that left like at midnight out of LAX on Thursday. I mean, it's really Friday morning, but Thursday night, Friday morning. That lands in Dallas at 5 a.m. Dallas time. Well, there's a two-hour time change there. So it's really just a three-hour flight. So that's not like the point of a red eye is like you go on the red eye, you sleep on the plane, mm -hmm. which I certainly did, but it's only like three hours. And by the time like you're, you know, by the time you get up in the air and then you start landing and they make you put your seat up and they yeah. turn all the fucking lights on, like, come yeah. on guys, it's the middle of the night. Like, do you really need to have the lights on? Yeah. How much trouble could I have gotten into when I, everybody on this plane is asleep the entire flight? Like, just let people sleep. Like, don't yeah. turn the light on. Yeah. So then we land in Dallas at five o'clock. That's and so now I'm on like two hours of sleep. That's when I listened to your show with Gina. So I was okay. a little red eye. I think that red eye should be where you get to smoke weed on the plane. 
I think that should be, <laughs> we need to change the definition and like uh-huh. have it be an overnight is if you fly overnight and then a red eye is when you get to smoke weed on the plane or at least take an edible or something. Okay. I'll allow I, it. I would pay more for that service. Oh, hell yeah. Uh-huh. Like, well, there should be Snoop Dogg Airlines where you just, <laughs> it's just like, you just know going in when you book it, like as everybody here is going to be high. Yeah. Um, so Except the land, the Except, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can get high later. Uh-huh. He's drunk, but layover. not high. Yeah. On his layover. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, land in, in Dallas at like five and they have like an hour to chill in the lounge before I fly to San Antonio. Land at San Antonio at eight, uh, head to my office, see patients for three hours on like two hours of sleep, which is great. Um, and then did the Align webinar, which was awesome. Um, and that that's the that's like content that I've done so much now that I can sure I I can do it without sleep. Um, and then saw just patients for another. Co- yeah, I mean, it's just like it's it's sort of automatic. Like I can, I just yeah. I I know all the beats, um, yeah. and so I don't I don't need to be like I don't need to be super crisp for it. Um, then saw patients for another couple hours, and then had to record my virtual session for the ADA SmileCon twenty twenty one. So now at this point, it's like 3.30 central time, you know, and I slept two hours mm-hmm. and I've seen patients and already like talked for one 90 minute segment. I got to talk for another. And that one was really hard to get through. <laughs> yeah. That one was like laboring, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, like when a pitcher is like the seventh inning and he's like 110 pitches and just like the sweat is dripping off of them. Yeah. And it's just, it, you know, you can just tell like, it's, it's just, it's not, it's like not going well. Yeah. That's like me in, in the middle of that, of that ADA webinar. Like, oh my God, how am I ever going to survive this? Yeah. It's one of those, they can't even pull you because they, their bullpen is already shot. So you got, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, you got to finish. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you're just, you're out there and uh-huh. there's no one, there's, you can't call in the lefty uh-huh. and it's just, you're just out there. And so I, I fought through, made it through, got home sort of crash like fell asleep for like 30 40 minutes got up andrea picked up dinner we had dinner and then went to bed and then stupidly remembered that because i missed thursday in the office i was like oh let's work half a day saturday <laughs> oh wow. so then i had to get up saturday like oh, i do not want to do this oh wow yeah that would and- never enter my mind yeah, dumb. Just dumb. <laughs> just just dumb. very clearly like wow. one of those things where it's like when I made that decision, it was like, oh, that's way in the future. I'll yeah. be dead by then. Yeah. The world will have ended by then. I'll, that that check will never come due. And then it came due. Like, yeah. oh, God. who thought You weren't smoking weed idea? on the plane, but you were smoking weed when you made these arrangements. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 I, I hit I hit that uh, that spleef real hard when I made that decision. So wow. ended up being like a productive morning. I, I did a bunch of stuff, which was good. Um, cause I like the, the, what would be even worse is like for it to be just like a bunch of buckle pits and shit, you know, that would oh, be yeah. even, mm-hmm. even worse. Um, like at least it was productive. So that was the week last week, which is why you guys had sub the substitute teacher, Gina. Yeah. And uh-huh. I, I hope you guys all behaved for her. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't even want to get into like the COVID shit at my office. Um, <laughs> Because I brought it on myself for screaming about unvaccinated people. Meanwhile, yeah. the one unvaccinated person in my office, fuck me, um, just starts the fucking wildfire. And uh, 
Jesus. Um, Lance, this is an advice show. Well, we should try something new. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with their own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want you to any question, do we, Lance? Oh, fuck no. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best kind of flight? Because we all know the three-hour red-eye is the greatest flight of all time. We went the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Um, Gordon would never try that shit, right? Oh, no. Fuck no. <laughs> Unless um, it was medicinal. Yeah. Medicinal's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. The first question is from me. Right. Should I be insulted? So let me tell you this story. Hmm. I'm going to try to leave names out of this because I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. Um, so we're going to speak generically. Um, hmm. Real quick here. I got to. All right. You know what I'm holding here? Is it a Mountain Dew? Okay. No, this it's is a- the brand new new formulation of Coke Zero. Okay. Coke Zero Sugar. So they've they've changed the formula of Coke Zero Sugar. Do you remember like 1984 when they changed from just from the original Coke? Coca- yeah, and the yeah. I Coke? mean, it wasn't called Classic at that point. It was just yeah. called Coca Cola. It changed from that to the new Coke. Got the slightly different uh, logo with a little bit of a silvery white swoosh. Yeah. And yeah, I remember the big. It was a big hell of blue. Yeah, because it was no one liked it, and everybody yeah, wanted Coca Cola Classic back. Uh, yeah. And then I think they offered both for a while. And then yeah. they ended up just saying like, oh, it's just Coke Classic uh, or yeah. Coca-Cola Classic. Um, the new Coke Zero is Coke Zero Sugar is really good. Okay. Um, it is better than the Coke Zero before. It's in a red can with black letters. Okay. Solid buy um, if you see it out there uh, around where you are. All right. I'm a fan of uh, Zero Sugar sodas like me. Uh, this is, is currently my, uh, this is spinning at the top of my charts, so to speak. Um, uh, gotcha. So I did a speaking gig um, for a fairly large association at some point in the past. Okay. Um, and uh, typically, like just a little, like let you behind the curtain of how this works. Um, there's kind of a couple different ways that, that, that meetings do this. Typically, they'll want like an invoice that has okay. like your airfare. And if they don't pay for your hotel or like put it on their account, then they'll want your airfare and your hotel, like ground transportation and all that shit. And then okay. you're on a ram. And so a lot of times, uh, like I just submitted one today for South Carolina, which is coming up in a couple weeks, but that's because they asked me to submit it now instead of later. And they'll have a check for me later, or they'll have a check for me at the meeting. But most of the time, it's like after the meeting, you just submit your okay. your invoice and they just send you a check, which is fine. It, it always works out. There's I, I've, I've never been shafted on anything okay. um, until, <laughs> until now, or I at least attempted. So... Submitted my invoice all based on agreed upon numbers. Um, you know, when when this meeting was planned, I don't know, a year ago or whatever it was. Okay. Um, here's my honorarium. Um, I have some sponsors that can help offset that. Here is the list of sponsors. You guys call them, you know, get whatever sponsors, you know, you can to help offset the cost of my honorarium. And it's kind of up to you guys how hard you want to work that list based on how much you want to pay. Sure. Um, out of your your accounts, and if you work it real hard, there's ten companies on there. You know, you can probably get the whole thing covered if you want, if you hustle on it. You know, yeah. Um, but it's up to the meeting to kind of handle that because 
companies sometimes want like a table in the back or they'll want their logo on some stuff. And like, I'm not in any position as just the speaker to like give tables at the meeting or yeah. put yeah. logos on shit. Like I'm not doing any of that. So that's not like, that's not for me. So you guys handle all this. This is my amount. You And here are my sponsors. You reach out to them. Here's like phone numbers, email addresses of all the contacts at all the companies that I work with. Um, and you guys line that up. Then about like five months ago, I got an email from them saying like, hey, how much of your honorarium do you have covered by sponsors yet? Like, uh, that's not my job. That's your job. I'm not able to offer people tables and logos and all of that shit. So that's up to you guys. That was kind of spelled out in my first email. Um, and really, this is kind of my first mistake is that I didn't have a contract signed. Big organization. Gotcha. I thought, don't need a contract. They're good for their word, right? Gotcha. So this was like four months ago, and then the, the talk was like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll get on it. And so then I had heard from a couple of my sponsors, like, hey, we're sponsoring your, new, your, your deal at um, that meeting. So, you know, just, uh, you know, just so you know that we're sponsoring it. Cool, great. I really appreciate that. Makes it easier for the meetings. Cool. Um, so uh, meeting comes, meeting goes. Um, up to the meeting, they were kind of like on me, you know, asking for videos and Instagram lives and stuff like that to try to drum up um, some registration, which is not uncommon these days. You know, it's it's um, trying to get people back to meetings, I think, is a challenge. Right. And they kind of made it, made it known to me that the registration wasn't exactly what they wanted it to be. Like, all right, cool. Like, I, what do you want me to do about it? Like, I, I'm not in charge of your marketing. Right. All I can do is like put my name on shit and then, you know, just do what you asked me to do, which I did. So, um, submit everything, um, coach airfare. Um, even though I upgraded it to first class on my own dime, mm -hmm. um, coach airfare, the hotel that they picked, um, they made the reservation for me, all of that. So there wasn't any surprises there and run up a bunch of room service or anything. Um, and then I get in, I, so I submit that and then don't hear anything back for a few weeks. Fine. Like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm not in any rush. I don't feel like I'm going to get screwed. So whatever. Um, I get an email yesterday that says, um, I, I believe it said, and I quote, is there any wiggle room on your honorarium? Huh. And my initial response was like, what? We outlined all of this months and months and months ago and then rehashed it about four or five months ago when we had the sponsor discussion. So I responded to just say, um, I was like kind of in shock. This has never happened to me before. I responded and just said, um, I guess just pay what you can. I was sort of so taken aback. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> And then I just like started thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And then later on in the day, I get an email back that's like, no, 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 no. I don't want you to take that the wrong way. It's just that we only got $3,800 of sponsorship, not the 5,000. So I wanted to see if you would take that instead of the 5,000. And it was like, we had this discussion twice yeah if it was my responsibility like i don't know how hard you worked right exactly for this 
And I'm not, it's not my position to, ex, to accept the shortcomings that happened because you guys didn't beat the list. Right. And at that point, I, my, this is something I've worked with my therapist on. It's what Holly, my therapist calls, um, burn it down mode <laughs> that I have a, a button <laughs> that flips. That's just turns Josh into burn it down mode. So my response to I the meeting yeah. was, um, <laughs> just keep your money. Refund the sponsors what they paid. Send them their money back and keep it. And, and don't pay me a dime if it's that big of a deal. Then there's another email back of like, no, oh my God, no, 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 no. You totally misunderstood me. Like, what was there to misunderstand? I don't what think was I did. there to misunderstand? Um, there's, so I just, then she's like, we really need to talk. I'm like, I just responded, there's nothing to talk about. In fact, I'll, I'll pull up my email. Cause at this point, like there's like this, if I get them on the phone, it's not going to be good. Yeah. That's why um, I, I tend to avoid phones. Uh, I prefer text and emails because I'm a dick. So yeah, I, it's just like <laughs> at this point, <laughs> at this point, it's not going to be good. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, here it is. There's nothing to speak about. It's my fault for not having a contract lesson learned for me. You can refund the money to the sponsors. I'm very sorry for not being a respected enough speaker to make your meeting a success. <laughs> it was very apparent throughout this entire situation. Lesson learned, be well. Um, and this is like this now full on like goose in the spiral, you uh -huh. know, oh, yeah. the death spiral, the, the, the Josh's mental health spiral um, is, is just is, is full on at this point. It's just okay. full on. All right. Um, and I'm like spiraling down. And the thought that I keep having is, and this is a ridiculous thought, is they wouldn't do this shit to Gordon. That was the thought that I had, which I like, I totally understand. I'm not Gordon. Right. I get it. That's what I was going to say, but I was going <laughs> to say it differently. I'm not Gordon, but... <laughs> which I totally get and totally respect. I understand. Uh huh. However, however, they wouldn't do it to Gordon. We all know that. Right. Then why would they do it to me? Right. And, and the answer I came up with is because they felt like they could. Yeah. As I say, it's like because they can. Yeah. Right. Or feel which, like it. Right. Which made me feel incredibly disrespected and incredibly undervalued. And this was like the one thing that I feel like I'm good at. The one thing, like I'm an average dentist at best on most days. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a, 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 a below average to poor lover. Um, I'm not a very attentive husband. Um, I do not have children for very for very specific reasons. Um, I I'm not a I don't like uh, I don't have like woodworking hobbies. Mm -hmm. um, I've never built anything. Um, I'm trying to, I don't, I don't landscape. I don't, uh, um, right, right. I don't know how to change the like chlorine in the pool. Um, I, I don't I, bathe. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't change the oil in a car without YouTube. If I tried, um, I gotcha. could change a tire, 
Okay. That's about it. No AAA? No AAA. No, I don't have to get the local fireman (laughs) to help me out. Strapping attractive firemen. Uh, (laughs) You don't Um, have to. (laughs) No, I would want to and just flirt with them the entire time. (laughs) But I I wouldn't have, if they weren't around, I, Mm -hmm. I, I could, I could manage. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, it's the only thing that I'm good at. And now that only thing that I'm good at, apparently I'm not very good at it because I, it just got, I just got shat all over, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like the, where the spiral starts. Gotcha. And so then it's just spiraling on. And then, um, you don't want to shat and spiral at the same time. No, 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 because it spins it around mm-hmm. and you get you get the centrifugal, you're like a spirograph. You remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a spirograph of shit and uh, not good. <laughs> Is that the title of the episode, a spirograph, spirograph of shit? Spirograph of shit. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Let me jot that down. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> it's on at this point and I'm listening as I like driving home, I'm listening to the tail end of, of the, uh, like the tail end of the Bo Burnham inside, uh, soundtrack, uh-huh. which is like the dark shit. And, and I've, we have a friend whose, whose daughter went through some shit cause she got too deep into inside, yeah. uh, which I've, I've heard some backlash about sort of, um, there is some, some sort of heavy mental shit in it that can sort of spin you out. Sure. And so I'm already spinning and then listening to this fucking, yeah, that funny feeling and timing um, was a bit off there. Yeah, and so it's just full on spiral, and you know, um, coming home and just being a, a fucking just you know not a very good husband, and um, you know, uh, should I have been insulted? Should I have taken it personally? That's my question to you. I, well, it's hard not to, but I always try to find. Um, think of what else could be playing in there to to make me feel better i i think of okay what else was going on that led to this and uh you know maybe it was that the your you were an assignment somebody with the organization was supposed to take care of you and they they totally fucked it up and now they're in trouble and they're reaching out trying to find out oh my god what can i do to try to save their face and uh they were grasping at straws and chose the wrong way. I don't know. Maybe just making that. I'm pulling that out of my ass right, right in front of you. I, so I, I, you know, I talked to Andrea about it and she was like, it's just, she's like, they're just in like this or the organization is just in trouble financially. Right. Like a lot of dental organizations are, and it wasn't any disrespect for you. They just don't really know how to handle it. And this, um, was, was, a way that they thought, but it's just like, are they that in trouble that like a thousand dollars is going to like sink them for the year? Like if you're that, if you're that in trouble, then like it's, it's like, it's fucking over. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if a thousand bucks is the difference, like it's fucking over. Sure. Um, then I talked to Mike and Mike and I talked to them for like two hours. Um, and, and I brought up the Gordon thing. I was like, they wouldn't have done it to Gordon and they wouldn't have done it to you. And he was like, I don't know if they would have done it to Gordon. The problem, you know, the difference is, is that Gordon has four handlers that n- Gordon never even hears about any of this shit. So even if they would have tried tried it with Gordon, it would have never gotten away from 
yeah. one of the handlers and Gordon would never even have heard about it. Right. And, you know, whatever. And he's like, plus Gordon donates, like Gordon will end up donating his honorarium to the CR foundation and stuff like that all the time anyway, yeah. which makes it a write off, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's like, you can't really compare that. Plus Gordon is fucking Gordon. Like, don't put yourself at that level. And I was right. like, well, they wouldn't have done it to you either. And he was like, they would have absolutely done it to me. <laughs> he's like if they did it to you, they would have done it to me. And so that, uh-huh. that made me feel a little better. Although I don't know if he was just talking out of his ass. Well, could um, be. He's you been know, known to. to, yeah, yeah, just to make me feel better. <laughs> um, but he he sort of recognizes we both have sort of these things that these events that can happen that just sort of trigger these spirals, and sure. um, it, it's it's something I'm working on with with Holly, and it's it's just it's fucking impossible to like to pull yourself out of it, you know, and um, at least for me, mm-hmm. and and so. Then last night, so I go to bed last night, and um, the more depressed I am, the darker shit I like to watch before I go to bed. Oh, all right. Which is horrible. What's on so your, bad. What's on your playlist? So last night was uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, 48 Hours to Live. <laughs> so this is fucking great. This is about like, it's about like the arrest of Lee Harvey Oswald, like everything that happens like from the time he gets arrested until Jack Ruby puts a fucking 38 snub nose into his stomach, um, you know, <laughs> on Sunday from Friday when he gets arrested to, to Sunday morning when he gets executed on national television. Um, so that was, that's the, the headspace I was in just, just phenomenal. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> so that's, I, you know, I'll, Andrew puts on a sleep mask and has like, um, earplugs uh-huh. and, uh, so she, this is all like the, she, She's ambivalent to it. Nice. Um, I put on like a sleep timer as I go to bed, like nine 30, um, take a couple of melatonin, put on a sleep timer. Um, I had the sleep timer. Like I, I probably barely put on the sleep timer. It's probably 15 minutes in. I'm asleep. Sure. Um, at 1am I'm awoken out of a deep ass sleep by the house alarm, like the, the main house alarm. Oh, and it's alerting fire in the living room or fire in the hallway. Oh, shit. <laughs> and so, like, if you've ever been deep asleep and your house alarm goes off, it is like a holy shit, oh, fuck moment, right? Like, you are out of it. You don't know what's going on. You're just certain that there's a fucking squad of hitmen in the other, in the other room that are just waiting um, to, to execute you. And uh, so I'm groggy, like, and I the alarm goes off and I start screaming, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> like at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and Andrew's like got her earplugs in and her sleep mask. And so she can hear it, but it's not like as jarring as it was for me. Uh-huh. And of course I go in there and like immediately the alarm's going off. I'm up. My phone is ringing because the alarm company like, are you guys okay? Uh-huh. And I'm looking at the pad and it's like fire in the hallway or something. And I, Fuck. And so I like, oh, you know, I like <laughs> try to open the door, but like I'm I'm scared that the that the knob's gonna be hot, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like one of those like from every like stop, drop, and roll right. uh, instruction, like from and, yeah, 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 like you know, you know, you, you touch the 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 doorknob and it's gonna be hot, it's gonna burn your hand, you know. Uh-huh. So I'm like, like, look at my <laughs> finger, like touch, touch, see if it's hot. 
And it's, I, it's a fucking room temperature, you know? I, so I open the door, I got there. There's nothing, just fucking nothing. It's, there's nothing going on. There's nothing wrong. Everything's so fine. You're not going to have a Raiders no of the problem. Lost Ark guy grabbing the am- amulet. So you're not going to get the, the tattoo or the, the burn in the palm of your hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, none of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Where, where no you know melt. how long the staff of Ra should be. Mm-hmm. Um, except it didn't have the other side where it was like, oh, yeah, you need to subtract two cubits or whatever from the. <laughs> right. <laughs> From this, how fucking convenient was that? By the way, never mind. <laughs> well, um, uh, so it's just like you're so out of it, and like, what is happening? This is the you know the weirdest thing, and so then I just can't ever go back to sleep. So just stewing on it all night long, you know, and just laying there awake, yeah. trying to like find something to watch on like YouTube to like take my mind off it. I end up watching like. Um, a bunch of compilation videos of giant of people feeding mice to giant centipedes. Um, <laughs> just wild. Wow. Yeah, giant centipede will eat a, eat a mouse um, and will kill and eat a mouse. It's wild. Um, wow. So I was like, I was just, I was just it like, you know, I'm in the fucking weeds of my own mind at this point, you know. Uh, yeah. I, end up sleeping for probably an hour, you know, the, the another hour that night because it's just... You get that rush of adrenaline like at 1 a.m. in the morning. There's just no recovering from that, you know? That's yeah. like the the strongest adrenaline rush there is is like the house is on fire at 1 a.m., you know? Yeah, yeah. That's a- and it's like, and Andrea just fucking turned, like she's back asleep in 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? How is this possible? Yeah. <laughs> How is it even possible? I'm just staring at the fucking roof, like trying to find, like, all right, what's even darker than Lee Harvey Oswald 48 hours to live? Like, what's even worse than that? Where, what's that movie, Kids? Do you remember the movie Kids? I've heard of it. I never... From the 90s? Yeah. you never seen Kids? No, I didn't. Um, I, Father of Teenage Kids, Lance. Um, maybe hold off a couple more years. Okay. All right. Um, I think, wasn't that the movie Chloe Sevigny was in? Got her big um, break. Is Chloe in that? Yeah, Chloe Sevigny is in it. Rosario Dawson. It's real fucked up. Okay. I saw this movie like when I was in high school. All right. And it's like super fucked. Hmm. Um, it's, it, I wouldn't watch it yet. How, how old is your youngest kid? 19. Eh, you're, yeah. You you might be there. Okay. Maybe another year. Another year. Okay. I think if you watched this while like one of them was fifteen or sixteen, I think you you would fucking spiral like I did. Like this <laughs> okay. would you'd be fucked. You would your mind would be just a fucking scrambled eggs. Um, I think you could probably watch it now and be fine. Okay. But, um, yeah, it is it is totally fucked. It it takes place in ninety four, which I feel like is a strong lance year. Like the Sonics are are really good. Yeah, well, that was in the year 94. they choked it in 94, their first yeah. number one to lose to number eight. So that was a bad... Yeah, but it, like just overall, like but, a good year I mean, for... That's I, I started dental school that year, so... Okay, I a mean, good year for Seattle, 94, like like uh, music scene in Seattle. Oh, yeah, at, it, it went the... Apex Mountain. Absolutely. Really, in 94. Um, the soundtrack, uh, let's see what's on here. Full compl- A lot of full implosion. A lot of full implosion, like six full implosion songs. Hmm. Um, Daniel Johnston, Lowdown, um, Sebadu, and Slint. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking it would be more of a '94-ish 
soundtrack, but yeah. I don't know much of that. I don't Who know knew? full composition at all. Yeah, I'm not a um, not an aficionado. Anyways, so I'm just like scrambling, looking for like the darkest, <laughs> darkest <laughs> shit that I can find to watch, and uh-huh. somehow I end up on giant caterpillars eating mice videos. That's, that's weird. So just like not a good night to not have any sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, so it just just fucked all the way around. So you think I should not have taken this personally? This is this is. Well, you just don't Not ever know a, the whole story. There's always so much more to it. It's never just about you. It's there's there's a bigger picture that you're only seeing a part of. But I still yeah, feel bad. Just, <laughs> I mean, I, it's I, just hard not to take that kind of personally. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know. That's a a shitty thing to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um it really is. Cuz it like what am I supposed to say? Like at that point, I have zero bargaining power. You know, if someone yeah. tries to do that, yeah. like let's say someone tries to do that two weeks before the meeting, like yeah. cool, we don't have to have this meeting. Yeah, I just won't come. Like that's fine. But at this point, they've yeah. gotten the meeting. Yeah, you've they collected all the money from the people who came. They collected all the money from the sponsors. Like, yeah, I'm the only one who hasn't gotten paid. I just hold. I have no leverage, none. Yeah. So like, what? Yeah, I, I'm. It's just literally and even even if i did have a contract if they didn't want to pay it they could just not pay it and then i'd have to like what do i get like have to get a fucking attorney you yeah. know yeah and you know that and then you get to the point where it's like okay well i can blast these people and be like all right don't you know all my speaker friends don't do this don't go to this meeting you know these people stiff me whatever but then like that's you know even if it's justified then you're sort of like the person who other meetings look at that and be like, man, if we piss this guy off, like he may blast us on on Instagram, you know? Right. <laughs> so it's like, I think it makes you let, even though like I'm the one that got, that got fucked, like mm-hmm. it, when you call attention to it, it's like, you're that you're the one, you're the, you're the troublemaker. Right. right? Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Because I fucking delivered everything I was supposed to deliver. Yeah. You know? And the fact that, you know, the fact that, that I'm not getting paid after we agreed on an amount, like that's, that's a shitty thing to try to ask me to do after the fact. Yeah. I, I don't know. No. I just, this, it's, I've never experienced this before. Ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Ever I, experienced this before. I'd, I'd feel the same way as you do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I certainly would feel that way. So... You're justified in feeling that way. Okay. I just need to work on not spiraling. Yeah. shit is not popular. Yeah. Once <laughs> that fucking thought starts, though, it's like a goddamn, like... Yeah. Like, it's like a, a, a mole, and it just continues to just, like, bury itself deeper and deeper in your brain, and you just, like can't stop thinking it and then it just compounds on it and then it's like then it extrapolates like would they do this to gordon and then like the next level like you take two steps down no they wouldn't do it to gordon yeah and two more steps down why would they do it to me two steps down because they thought they could two steps down because they don't value any of the things three steps down because you suck and you're terrible and you're never going to be any good at anything (laughs) and you know Uh it's just like fuck like i'm in like the deepest basement there is yeah um and it didn't happen like you know it happened like by taking a step at a time, a slow descent into this fucking yeah. deep depth. And um, t- I don't know, tough place to be. 
Um, I appreciate you hearing me vent. (laughs) Always there for you. Anytime. Question two. Um, Fuck, we're at the 39 minute mark. (laughs) I don't know if I want to. I think I want to save that. Okay. Let's find a Reddit. Okay. I haven't. I don't have one. I do have one. I do have one. I I took a picture of one on my phone because I saw it a couple days ago. Thought it was good. It was like. Not super deep, but um, okay. This is great pod. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> this is from uh, Reddit user Jeff12321. Serious question about starting a practice. I see dentists rent a home or condo while they work to buy slash expand their practice. Why not just sleep in your office? Save some money. So Lance, why not just sleep in your office and save some money? Well, my office isn't designed for that, for one. <laughs> um, I want to get the fuck away from there, first of all. When the day ends, I want to go away. Uh, sometimes I take lunch, not to eat. I just got to get in the car and leave and just decompress and then turn right around and come back and finish the day. So I couldn't imagine having to just be stuck there 24-7. Ugh. Um, I think, there, aren't there zoning laws? Like, you can't actually do that? I don't know about zoning. I mean, it's like, you know, like, how big of a problem is this on the fucking police's radar? Or, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I, I, so... There used to be a television show on Nick at Night about a dentist. Oh, Do you the remember that Claymation show? one? The Kevin Nealon no, was the it, voice? I, was it Claymation? Or animation of some sort. I, I don't sure. think... I, I thought it was live action. Was that Glenn Martin DDS? Yeah. Oh, I guess it was. Yeah, I guess it was Claymation. I never watched it. I, I think I... Scrolled past one. I never watched it either, but I was okay. aware. I was I'm aware. pretty sure that in that show, he like lived upstairs, and and like I, it was like an old house. Yeah, and the office was on the first floor, and then his yeah. house was on the second. And I floor. hear this, I think it's like somewhat common-ish back east, but it was designed that way, and it's it's fairly common. It seems in Europe as well, because I I met a guy and and went to his office, but it was a side part of. His house, the yeah. So it's I, I was on TDA board with a guy named Jerry Hobson, who um, had an old house office like that, where he it was a small. He's in a small town in Texas. I, I'll tell you where it is in just a second. I can't remember. Um, he is in Bonham, Texas, and um, okay. like I'm looking on Google Maps at at his at his office, um, and it's like a big old Victorian house. Um, and the first floor is his office and the second floor is their house. Hmm. Um, and so I think it's a small town thing. Okay. And I don't know if it's like at some point in the past, the small towns like needed to get dentists there. So they would build like, uh, they would build the facility like this, Okay, you know, to try to lure somebody there and uh-huh. like, Hey, you know, you can live here and all that. I, I see like a really cool part of, th- of like that setup. Uh-huh. So, like, I'm certainly not like just fucking sleeping on the couch in your waiting room is a very like freshly divorced, yeah, 
Exactly. 49 year old guy that does not have his shit together uh-huh. and like, you know, is, has like the stained wife beater on, uh-huh. um, you know, and he's like waking up at seven fifteen, and patients are there at seven thirty. He's like, got to hustle his blanket and yeah. pillow out of the waiting room. And like, <laughs> you know, it's like in boxer shorts and a wife beater, like as, yeah. his, as his team is like coming in and he's, you know, you can like still smell whiskey in there. Right. Um, that, that seems very like divorced dad. Um, like my shit is not together. Um, I'm talking more about like this sort of set setup where you have an office on one floor and then your house on the second. I could see some super cool advantages of it. Yeah, but I mean, didn't this guy say it was a startup? So here's someone who doesn't have cash flow. Are you ever going? Yeah, I mean, right. can you do that? I mean, I, I'd do that now, 20 years in, and and you're trying to consolidate and simplify and and that kind of thing. But a startup, I'm not sure you could do that. I just. I mean, you it, it, it's got to be hardcore bachelor life. Yeah. You're not going to like convince your old lady to like fucking like live at the office with you nope. just sleeping on a fucking air mattress like in the corner of nope. your private office or on the couch. Like this is single dude shit. Yep. Now the 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 house with the office on the second floor or the office on the first floor house on the second floor. Uh-huh. Huge advantage is that number 1 always have home court advantage when it comes to taking a shit. Because you can always roll upstairs uh-huh. and take a shit on your home turf, which is, you know, like, but there's there pretty fucking solid. There is a disadvantage. So I know uh, Anthony King in Chicago actually has this kind of a, a okay. setup. His is it's a three story establishment. Bottom floor is the practice. Actually, the bottom floor and part of the upper floor, the kitchen uh, for them is used by the staff, and then the the third floor is is personal use. And it, it's some pretty funny stories of their overlap of business and, and family and, and things. The kids are out of the house at this point. I, I don't know that they ever lived there when all the kids were younger and, and at home. They still have one that's 19 that's still there. But I'm not sure I want to be... I definitely <laughs> don't want it. I'm just saying there's some advantages okay. and being able to take a shit at home uh-huh. anytime you want during the day is an advantage. Yeah. Advantage two, patient cancels... You know, let's say a, a couple of class twos, 40 minute appointment cancels. Mm-hmm. You go upstairs and rub one out. There you go. That's not bad. I do that the office not anyway. Bad. Yeah, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's always, you know, it's yeah. like, again, it's home turf. You know, you sit upstairs, roll upstairs, uh-huh. rub one out on your home home turf is not terrible. Well. Um, huge downside is emergency on weekend. <laughs> like you're already fucking there, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you live there. Why yeah. don't you just see me? Yeah. Like I've got this broken tooth. I know you told me about seven months ago, uh-huh. but I also know that you're like, you fucking sleep in a bed that's seven feet above your operatory. So yeah. who are you bullshitting? Yeah, that one's good. Um, that's a tough look. That sucks. I'm assuming you probably just have like patients, like people in that situation just sort of know you live there, not even your patients. Yeah. It's like rolling in, like knocking on the door, like my tooth hurts. Yeah. I know it's Sunday at four o'clock and the Cowboys are on, but still my tooth hurts. Like how long has it been hurting? Three weeks. Like fuck. Yeah. God damn. Like, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm already here. Yeah. It's, it's hard, hard to justify the expensive after hours fee because it's so long to get that. No, you're right there. He fucking walked downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the toughest. I yeah, and I do I mean just like never leaving the same place is kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like 
there is no separation of church and state at that point. It's always, it's kind of like the president. You know, I've always thought like you know it kind of like cool for the president, like it's no commute or whatever. But like also, mm. like fuck, dude, that's just like his fucking bedroom is like right around the corner. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I yeah, I just like I wouldn't want. You know, all a patient has to do is like turn down the wrong hallway and they're like in your fucking bedroom. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's strange. Um, The the dental office smell has to waft into the house part. Oh, yeah. There's there's definitely a mixture. Eugenol and um, Mm -hmm. Formacresol. Formacresol, like all that bullshit. Like just your, you know, your fucking house. Like all of a sudden now that smells like that too. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I certainly would not want this, but I can see the charm of like 1958 Americana. Like I'm looking at this house. I'm looking at Hobson's house. Oh, okay. Slash office. And it's just like, it's just out of fucking Norman Rockwell painting. So I can see that sort of sure. simpler time yeah. kind of thing where, you know, I mean, I, I guess like if you want to, you know, fucking coach the T-ball team and, <laughs> you know, be in a, a town of 16,000 people and, you know, I don't know, they probably pay part of your fucking loans or something. I don't uh-huh. know. Like, I can see sort of that charm of like the quaint, the quaint, I can see the quaint sort of bed and breakfasty charm. Yeah. It's like a, like a bed and breakfast. Yeah. Bed and breakfast always sounds like, oh, that sounds so quaint and neat. And then it's like, oh, this is, I'm in a fucking bedroom and in the bedroom next door is some other people that are fucking and we got to all have <laughs> breakfast together. This is weird. This is weird. This like sounds cool, but it's weird because we were all just fucking in rooms next to each other. <laughs> and now we have to like eat this quiche and pretend that we all didn't hear each other. Fuck last night. <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh... So this is like bed and breakfast dentistry just sounds great on paper. And then in practice, like, uh, yeah. No, I definitely would not. I I would not want to do that. Although I did when I um, bolted um, out of the, the, the first um, marriage. Uh, I did need a place to stay because mm. um, it was like, I, you know, I'm not going to kick her out of the house. Like, I, you can have the fucking house. Yeah. Um, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, and that, that did cross my mind. It was like, ah, I just fucking sleep on the couch at my office for a couple of nights. I'll die. Get my shit together. Yeah. And then I realized, like, oh, that's real fucking sad. That's just, like, sad. It's, like, sad. <laughs> One would say frugal. Others might say no, sad. No, it's sad. It is straight sad. <laughs> okay. You always have your like, car. You can sleep in your Mana Ginobili car. Um, that's another thing I saw on Reddit the other day. Some guy in the San Antonio subreddit was like, hey, I'm looking for some somebody's house that I can park in front of. Cause I'm going to live in my car for a few months and I just need like a place to park so I can sleep in my car. Like what kind of fucking manic maniac question is that? Wow. Who on God's green earth would ever say, Oh yeah, cool. Come and park in front of my house. You total you car stranger. sleeping yeah. weirdo. Come on. Like this, that's the, like, Hey, like, does anybody have a chest that I could shit on and just like, <laughs> 
Can I get, is there anybody around I could give a Cleveland steam or two? Like that's, you're going to have an easier time with that than you would finding like someone's fucking house. Like who will let, let you sleep in your car parked in front of their house. I'm pretty sure there's a subreddit for the Cleveland steamer opportunities. So I do not want to, I do not want like the Cleveland steamer R to R. I don't, I don't want to see those at all. It's not. I don't want to see that. I don't want to find out about any docking opportunities. Um, th- those are things that I'm not okay, looking not, for not yet. on Reddit. Yeah, no. Um, when you get in your dark moments and you're done looking at centipedes eating rats. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is a stipulation in my lease that says that I cannot live in my office. Yeah. I don't. Do you? When was the last time you read your lease? Oh fuck, twenty years ago. Okay. <laughs> There's probably a stipulation in there. That I'm pretty, a pretty sure. Pretty standard real estate clause, commercial real estate sounds clause about says, right. I you can't live in there. Uh huh. Although, like I said, like if you slept in there for a few nights, like no one's gonna come bust down your like the SWAT team's not gonna no. come bust your mm-hmm. fucking door down. No. Um. But if you did, just like roll in and decide to like at some point, someone's gonna fucking notice that yeah. you're living in your office for sure. Um. That that can't that has to be part of a spiral, right? That hits another few steps down it's on the a, spiral where you start living in your office. Oh yeah. That's the next ring of hell. So it's <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to see if there's any pictures of the inside of Jerry's office here. Um his it doesn't look like he's claimed his and he does have a let me look at his website. I, I'm curious to see what the uh, inside of this of this office looks like because um yeah, there's no pictures of the inside. That's too bad. I really wanted to see. I really wanted to see what that looked like. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't. Again, uh, super quaint, you know. Super quaint. Closed Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But are you ever really closed when you live at your fucking yeah, office? Yeah, you're. You got a beacon on the top, you know, yeah, announcing. That, that's a problem. If you could live there and no one knew that you live there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Like that would be better. But as soon as they know you live there, ooh, buddy. Yeah. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Good old Jerry. Um again, I just little small town shit, man. You're not going to find that in fucking downtown Dallas, I don't think. Unless like your you know, your office is on the first floor of like a nice high-rise condo or something and you also have a suite in that condo, yeah. but that's not really the same as this. Yeah. Nice. Uh, well, Lance, that's going to do it for tonight. All right. Who, uh, whose turn for a song is it? I think it's yours. Uh, okay. All right. This will be easy. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, hey, uh, do you live in your office? Um, or do you have any friends your that car. do? Make sure to tell them about the show. That's how we grow the show. One new fucking loser at a time. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, if you live in your office, I'm, I'm very sorry that life took a weird left turn for you at yeah. some point. It's going to get better, um, buddy. <laughs> Just keep your chin up there, champ. Uh, um, give us a review. What's your favorite number? Big fan of five. I love the number five. Five bedrooms is the minimum that you need in your house that you should have because you're a dentist mm. and you should not live in your office. Um, hit us up on the web. Uh, oh, yeah. I- iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. If you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshits. Working Interferences with Justin Lance. Funny shit for dentists and dental team members. Twitter at Winterferences. Instagram at Winterferences. 
Lance can be found on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. I can be found on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. Smash that follow button. Um, just like y- the weird couple next to you at the bed and breakfast is smashing um, <laughs> and keeps you up all night. Um, my song is the song that I spiraled to. Um, <laughs> uh, it's another Bo Burnham. Uh, I, I've done one Bo Burnham song. This will be my second one. Um, this is called That Funny Feeling. Um, and this is, I, I think it's the best song on the entire album. However, um, it is pretty depressing and there is a line in it (laughs) that I sort of fixated on yesterday, which was, um, the quiet realization of the ending of it all. And, um, that, that was one of those lines that I kind of keyed in on. It's, it's a very sort of sad, but funny song. Um, it's ridiculously, insanely well-written and, um, he's, he's a fucking genius, but I do understand the sort of pushback that some people are are giving as far as like Mm -hmm. this stuff is, is making some people, um, spiral down and, um, you know, Hey, be (laughs) be careful. Um, (laughs) but it can't be any different from like some of that Manchester shit, you know, like sometimes that stuff is like real fucking sad. Oh yeah. It's just a sad life over there when you a cockney chimney sweep coming from Manchester, England, you know, it's a, it's a just small town English boy living in a lonely world. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> For Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. P- peace and stay fresh cheese bags. I can't really uh, play the guitar very well um, or sing. So, you know, ap- ap- apologies. Stunning 8K resolution meditation app In honor of the revolution It's half off at the gap Deadpool self-awareness Loving parents Harmless fun The backlash to the backlash To the thing that's just begun There it is again, that funny feeling, that funny feeling. There it is again, that funny feeling, that funny feeling. The Surgeon General's pop-up shop, Robert Iger's face. Discount at agit prop Bugles take on race Female Colonel Sanders Easy answer, civil war The whole world at your fingertips The ocean at your door The live-action Lion King The Pepsi halftime show 20,000 years of this, seven more to go. Carpool karaoke, Steve Aoki, Logan Paul. A gift shop at the gun range, a mass shooting at the mall. There it is again. 
again That funny feeling That funny feeling There it is again That funny feeling That funny feeling Reading Pornhub's terms of service Going for a drive And obeying all the traffic laws In Grand Theft Auto 5 Full agoraphobic Losing focus, cover blown A book on getting better Hand delivered by a drone Total disassociation Fully out your mind Googling derealization Hating what you find That unapparent summer air in early fall The quiet comprehending of the ending of it all There it is again That funny feeling That funny feeling There it is again funny feeling that funny feeling hey what can you say we were overdue but it'll be over soon you wait hey what can you say we were overdue but it'll be over soon just wait, ba-da-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da-da-da-da Hey, what can you say? We were over But it'll be over soon You wait, ba-da-da, ba-da-da, ba-da-da-da-da-da Hey, what can you say? We were over But it'll be over soon